0: Okay, let's begin. I am Lanice Antoine Shelley, and I'll be your host through constructive, healing-based conversations designed to illuminate the adoptee, parents, and the adoption curious. We center the topics around community, mentorship, leadership, and healing, so you get a multidimensional view that is ultimately empowering. These are the voices who could not speak when they were young. Okay, before we get into it, I wanted to share with you some new offerings. We've just partnered with Isaac Edder's company called Identity, who provides adoption consulting and short practical guide pamphlets, a practical guide to transracial adoption and a practical guide to black hair care. As a listener, you get 15% off. Just click the link in the show notes where you can find all references and hot topics that are talked about in each episode. And since you're listening, I just wanted to thank those of you who've rated and reviewed this podcast, because every five-star click helps remind these platforms that our work matters and helps me keep going. So those of you who are getting so much out of these conversations and have taken the 30 seconds to write a positive takeaway, I see you and I thank you. Those who haven't yet, now is the time, my love. Let's talk about it on Instagram. After you, go ahead and click five stars and write a review. Hello, hello, fam. How are you? How is your heart? My heart is full of excitement for what's to come, a little fatigue, a little bit of anxiety. It's just full. Did you know that those with larger vocabulary experience more emotions? As a society, we have been conditioned into only being able to identify sad, mad, scared, hungry, happy, and seductive, maybe a few others. When you've expanded the breadth of the words that you use, you therein increase more nuanced feelings and behaviors, such as contemplative, anxious, spiritually depleted, satisfied, ravenous, peckish, desirous, or a plum. I've always had a fascination with words. I think it's because when I first came to the States when I was four, I did not know English. I could only speak Haitian Creole, and I quickly learned that communication transcends linguistics. But when you do speak, and you want to speak well, you need to improve the silence. (laughs) Maya Angelou once said, words are things, meaning they live Words live and have a vibration of their own. Things that are said linger longer than the conversation that bore them. They soothe or they can destroy. Today's episode is a solo jam. It's just me. No one else is coming. We plunge into this third season without courtship or introduction. So I wanted to take a step back and take a breath with you. Hmm... For those of you who've just joined the When They Were Young fam, this podcast isn't your average sit-down-and-talk-about-your-adoption stories. Each one of us is going through a hurricane of complex relationships, circumstances, navigating beliefs and habits pruned and conditioned by our upbringing. We know it hurts. We know there's trauma, bewilderment, and pain. But can we find healing? The introspection that leads to empowerment, the lesson that replenishes us enough to tip the day into joy, into glee, into loving ourselves. That is what I'm interested in. That is why we are here. I'm going to give you three things that helped me through the hardest year of my life. I will list all of the things that I named today in the show notes so you can look back and just click on the link, okay? So here we go. One, I started each day meditating. And I know that sounded like past tense and I still do it. So I start each day (laughs) with meditating, chanting, and journaling more frequently. I pushed back meetings to ensure that I scheduled this quiet time, this stillness. It was as important as anything I had going on that day. I know all of those things are incredibly cliche. Everyone's telling you to meditate, chant, journal, pray, all of those things, right? But truthfully, I started my day with a bit of reflection and peace, which primed me to handle the daily crises that would come careening into my email inboxes or texts every single day. You're asking, how do I get started? I hate being still. (laughs) If you've got an overactive mind, like I do sometimes, That's why mornings or late evenings are the best time because your mind hasn't been distracted or infected yet with all the tasks at hand, right? If your focus feels like it's swimming, use a guided meditation that will help anchor you with images. If you struggle with journaling, like me, again, I find it to be supremely boring at times and it's hard to get started for some reason. You can answer the questions that I'm going to ask now. Maybe this will help with your journaling. How do I feel in this moment? What is causing me to feel this way? What can I do to shift this circumstance? Or you can freestyle and do a mind dump of everything that's coming up without censorship. You can also pray. I found it helpful to write down my prayers and then list five things that I'm grateful for Well, I learned that from Oprah, and she says it works, so I I think it does. (laughs) I know, I know. When things are hitting the fan, you just want to climb into the tub and watch anime, or is that just me? (laughs) Truthfully, I do that too. But if you want to overcome the fury of the gauntlet that that you're in, if you want to go from breakdown to breakthrough faster, Recover, replenish, and rise up again faster. You must slow down and do the inner work. That way, when the same drama comes around the bend again, you will know how to duck, hide, or avoid it completely. Two, I also listen to copious amounts of podcasts. I love learning from other people in the development field. If you are in a job or career that does not serve your highest joy, listen to Kathy Heller's show. It's a podcast. I've been listening to her for years and I've read her book as well and both blow my mind. She gets incredible guests. She gives you actionable tools to quit your day job and become the entrepreneur of your dreams. I learned a great deal about podcasting from her actually. And another favorite is Mind Love with Melissa Monty. She focuses on mental wellness and holistic healing. She's another incredibly helpful guide towards whole body awareness and health. My last recommendation would be To Be Magnetic with Lacey Phillips. If you're into manifesting and alignment, Lacey's pathway program will illuminate how to unblock your subconscious mind in order to call in the things you want. She also has guided meditations that help you reparent yourself and unravel some of the stickiness from childhood that hinders our growth and expansion. And all of us adoptees know what that's like, right? I was listening to To Be Magnetic today, and one of the guests said the most revelatory thing. She said that surrender is not the rolling over and giving up. The root of the word sur and render means to melt into something higher, meaning you flow with it and with the current. Release and melt into something higher. Three, and the third and last thing for today, is when I'm really stressed, I make it a point to make myself something wholesome to eat, or I make some warm chamomile tea with dried hibiscus. I love loose teeth. When you're tired, physically or mentally, you just want to reach out for starches, carbs, and whatever's easiest, whatever's closest. (laughs) Instead, lock into your self-care and ask yourself, what would nourish me right now? What is the thing that will set me up in my highest self for later? I've started making ramen from scratch with fresh herbs from the Asian market, which is so aromatic and delicious. Whenever I'm feeling unwell, I immediately start a pot of boiling water. I quarter a whole onion and toss it in, then six lobes of garlic. Sidebar, a clove is a whole garlic and a lobe is a piece that comes off. I I was missing that point for years. (laughs) I then pour in apple cider vinegar, cut a whole lemon, squeeze it, and throw it all in, even with the rind. I grate some fresh ginger a pinch of black cloves. Let that simmer for as long as I can, about 10, 20 minutes, uh, maybe an hour if I have the time, but I'm usually anxious to drink it. And then I nurse it for the rest of the day. I swear by it. It cuts phlegm and breaks fevers in half. i, I I'm telling you, it is a miracle worker. All right, beloveds. I know I'm not the only one dodging illness of the mind, body, and heart this year, so I wanted to give you some tricks and tips. I'll continue to share with you, and in return, you let me know what centers you. Until next we meet, have courage. Another beautiful episode. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you to my guest today. If you liked this episode, the best way to support me and this work is to write an iTunes review, a five-star review. (laughs) This helps us reach the top of searches and helps more people to find us. And if you personally want to connect, please reach out on Instagram or Facebook. And I have some great resource material on my website at laniceantoinshelly.com. So go on over there, too. Until next we meet, go gently and have courage, my love.